0: So guys, this week we're getting that Crash Talk, that fourth album, fifth project from Schoolboy Q. I don't know what we want to call this, but we're getting that new project from Schoolboy Q, Crash Talk. He just released the cover art. It's very similar in colors to the Post Malone, Beer Bongs and Bentley one. Mm -hmm. He has like a paper bag over his head. What are we thinking?
1: I mean, it's a long time coming. I mean,
0: it seems Q was ready to drop one last year, then
1: Mac passed away, and then he wanted to push it back. And so, I mean, it's been a while since we've heard anything from School you Q in terms of a full-length project. So, I mean, always welcoming new music from you.
2: And the timing of TD projects is always so, like, intricately yeah. planned. So, it's, it's an anticipated release just from the squad because they always really, like I said, time it with a few months in between or years in between projects of staggering their artists. And I think we're supposed to get two TD projects this year, because I think Isaiah is... People have been saying that for two years, I guess. We're, getting, later we're, we're
0: getting a couple. I know SZA for sure is coming. Um, there's heavy rumors that Kendrick is dropping just based off the two-year cycle, and that's not going to be towards the end of the year, but who knows? But we're going to get at least Isaiah, at least SZA, and Schoolboy are for sure coming this year. So, TDE is
1: coming hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they are very intricate. So I... Th- Kind of irks me a little bit How they try to be so A little To me I think they try to Maybe I mean it's good to plan Your rollouts and stuff like that But I feel like Them buying to be Super careful with it Just delays it And I think with the way Especially now in the streaming era, like this, all this music just given to us at once. Like, I, I, like I'm kind of getting used to it. Like, I want music now. Like, I want to hear it now. I
2: really don't like the waiting. So, that's why I'm very excited for Schoolboy. Schoolboy's been, like, kind of like a vocal critic almost sometimes. See? And it's one of those things yeah. where you don't know if it's at work or not. Yeah. But he's, you know, talked about, like, wanting, like, hey, let's release my album All right, it's ready blah 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 like he's made that he's made those sweets before in the past I think specifically with this album actually even yeah. too because this, this album's been talked about for a few years I guess ever since his last album technically so. yeah I
0: mean we could talk about that last one but let's get right into what we're gonna talk about today that uh habits and contradictions mm-hmm. probably think I, I don't know if we're all in agreement
1: this might be schoolboy's best album The best album yeah. Okay. We if, used, if, yeah. yeah. haven't heard so. Crash Talk yet. If, it's if, my favorite.
0: Uh, as far as official albums, it's not an official album. The first one would be Oxymoron. Mm-hmm. That would be the first official album. Um, but Well, this was an, an independent album. But if, this, more is, majorly, this is kind of the, the, what Section the, 80 yeah, is to yeah. Kendrick, how they call Good Kid his first album. Yeah. But
1: I consider I consider Section oh. 80 now.
0: Well, it doesn't yeah. matter
2: because this was considered an independent studio album. It's not a yeah. mixtape. You know what I mean? It was never a mixtape. So I but it, it's one of those things where TDs always blended the, yeah, blended the definitions, I guess, and of like,
0: I remember noise. I remember a quote from 50. He said he talked to Top Dog and Top was telling him, like, it's cool that you're like the mixtape king and you drop all this free music, but we're not doing that. Everything everything we release is going to be on iTunes, and they were one of the first crews to do that back like 2012, 2011, that they were just straight releasing on iTunes. You you couldn't go to Dat Piff or my mixtapes or anything like that, and that really pissed me off because we were broke college kids, obviously, and I couldn't afford that. Well, obviously, we have
2: those illegal download links. Right. Well, no, we
1: didn't. Up. We filed the law. And saved up, and we bought them.
2: Habits is an example of that, too. That mm-hmm. was released just digitally. iTunes and whatever other digital platforms. It only did a few thousand in its first week, but it was because of that low rollout. There wasn't really a marketing scheme for this. Not that much Kendrick problem. wasn't blown up. This was a year after Section 80-ish, a year after Schoolboy's first al- or project, we'll just say, setbacks. So... There wasn't much of a really a push, um, yeah, push for this. Well, schoolboy at this time was
1: relatively not. Well-known in the mainstream, mm-hmm. definitely. It's the same thing with Kendrick, too, with Section 80. Yeah. I mean, those kind of really solidified them in terms of the internet and being, like, darlings on there, people loving them there. But outside of real, like, people who were checking for music constantly, at around this time when it dropped, Habits, which was uh, back in 2012, yep. January, if you weren't, like, constantly looking for music, checking blogs and stuff like that, you, you didn't know what School well, Q was.
0: As me and Skylar were just talking about, the only way that I got to know who Q was was through two dope boys. They mm-hmm. kept posting you gotta check out this guy's music. Like they'd post his singles, they'd post a link, and I was like, you know what? Like, Skylar's reason was for Section 80. I was yeah. like, he's, he's Kendrick's guy. Like, yeah. I gotta check it out. What if, what if it's dope?
1: Yeah, that's why. Same thing with me too. I mean, him just being Schoolboy Q. I mean, he's part of Black Hippie, and that right there, just because how great Section 80 was. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't heard anything by Schoolboy. Gonna, it's gonna make me give it a chance. Like, give it a shot. Like, all right, if he's gonna Kendrick can associate with this guy, he can't be bad.
0: Yeah. And um, the first song that I heard from Schoolboy, that it just caught my eye, and obviously we are big Kid Cudi fans here, and also mm-hmm. ASAP Rocky's one of one of those artists that has a good place in our heart. Um, that hands on the wheel, mm-hmm. that uh, the, one of the biggest songs in college, I'd say. That was.
1: That was always played at every pregame. Yeah. I remember freshman year. All throughout college. Like, not even just freshman year. I mean, it's constantly... That song is... Honestly, if that song was released today, I think that song be, oh, yeah
2: number one. I mean, it, it, it samples, like, a cover of one of the most popular K. Cuddy songs ever, ever. That, that was different for another generation. And, and it really was... Schoolboy has, like, a frat rapper type of a respect to him. Even though he's so gangster, he's, like, a college party. And he yeah. does it in music videos, too. You can tell, like... He's played at colleges, and he knows where some of his base came from. And I think a lot of he's he's kind of like the like gangster Jay
0: Cole, and in, in a sense, like hmm. not not and not the way that Jake Cole talks about college, but like his appeal. I don't like I don't yeah. know how to explain it. Is it. Appeal, yeah, he has he has that like college kids. They they are. Hip to him, I don't know. I don't know why. I think
1: schoolboy is because I don't think he just takes himself too seriously. I think he just has yeah. that fun, just to fuck around. You can hear it with a lot of his lyrics. <laughs> like when we talk about havocs up and down. Like some of the shit he's saying, it's just funny, and it's just like, and he, th- and I feel like he's like, like he while well, is, you know he's coming from the whole gangster persona stuff like that. He's not like, oh, I'm, I'm super hard, yeah. Tough. Like you can like I have to say about this stuff. I can't like, like the really hardcore gangster rappers feel like they can't show any form of vulnerability or even like kind of. Comedy a bit because it makes him seem weak, and that is not the case.
2: With Schoolboy at all. Hands on the wheel also served as a sequel to Brand New Guy from mm-hmm. ASAP, yes. which who came onto the scene a half a year to a year before mm-hmm. this project dropped. So that helped build Schoolboy a little bit for the people that weren't familiar with him or checking with him for TD because that was a that was a track that was another banger. I Absolutely. forgot that that came out before this. Mm-hmm. That I love that song. Mm-hmm. um him and him and Rocky,
0: like if there were any guys to do like the double album, like an album together, him and Rocky have not
2: missed in my eyes. Yeah, they're they I don't know if it's more than three, but I count three and zero. Oh, I would say at mm-hmm. least, and then they they reconnected on an ASAP project two projects ago so there that was you know this was definitely coming on and there are a lot of tracks like that there's not too many features on this project habits but he uses them sparingly enough and the production Mm backs them where everything blends pretty well yeah and
1: low key hands on the wheel fire song is a song about driving drunk I think that's pretty funny too um, it
2: takes that one cut of pursuit of happiness yeah. and Lucia yeah. to kind of encompass the song. It's
1: like thing, I think it would be a huge smash day. There definitely be some the woke people be like, "Oh, he's mm. condoning DUIs and all this stuff. It's just stupid."
0: I just But it's fucking bang. That's also kind of a representation of his past life, Schoolboy mm-hmm. Q. Because as we were talking before, Q is now for the new album. He's completely sober. He's living the dad life. He's doing a lot of. Boring stuff, as you call it, a lot of golfing, a lot of just spending time at the house, watching movies and stuff. I mean, we really haven't heard new Q music in like a year or so. So he's he's sober now, but back in the day, this whole album, you're gonna get those druggy vibes mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Schoolboy, as one of you hear one of the songs on the album, Druggy Druggies with Hoes. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: you have oxy music, which mm-hmm. to me is basically. It sounds, the whole, the whole vibe of that song sounds like you just open a bottle of percocites and just just fucking down and up. That's a schoolboy
2: example song right there. That's like the perfect, like, you want school a schoolboy in a nutshell, Oxy music is like very standard. All right, there's going to be a few Oxy musics on every schoolboy yeah, album.
0: Yeah, for sure. And what really, what I love about Q and what got me connected to him, at the time that Q came out, 50 had been retired. He, not retired, but he wasn't releasing music. Mm-hmm. He, had, he had started his movie career I guess you could say his TV career and there was not really that much gangster rappers out there it was mostly like we had like the Kendricks the Coles the Big Shons Cuddies, like Kanye was the biggest artist probably so we had clearly moved away from the gangsta rap Mm -hmm. and schoolboy for me was a breath of fresh air and that's the type of hip-hop I like I like that gangsta shit so give me the schoolboy cues give me that yg give me the j-rocks I need that type of music in my life too that's my favorite type of hip-hop so when this came out I just loved it from the minute I heard it
2: I can't even lie. Yeah, well, and I think he takes a lot from 50 Cent. I think he's pretty vocal about that being one of the bigger inspirations. And I definitely... He's... He and J Rock are kind of the the more gangster rapper side of TDE, where yeah. Kendrick gets into it, but it's more like the getting into it as the the watcher and the viewer, and mm-hmm. kind of like he's, he's seen this his whole life. Schoolboy makes you feel like he's he's right there and and, and doing whatever he is on the streets, and a lot of these on Nightmare and Fig Street, where th- that that's Big one of those songs that puts you right there, and it's like almost has an eerie horror movie type beat in my opinion. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean the thing with Nightmare and Fig Street. After first listen, I wasn't too sold on it. I wasn't crazy about it. But then we got to see him live at Toad's place, and mm-hmm. him doing that live. That song was meant. That I think meant to be performed live. It just, it just with the, especially just the bass. Just all up in your face with that. And, and again, it feels
0: like some Freddy Krueger. Yeah, actually yeah. Schoolboy sneaking up behind you in a bucket hat with a knife, like he's ready to fucking stab you. Like it's and that was really though. his persona back in the day like I, for me at least that's what I got from him like the bucket hat yep. just like grimy dude with the hoodie with the beard like he even said himself like I don't want you to trust me like back in the day like that was his vibe like he didn't want to st- he didn't want you to just come up to him and ask him for directions or something he some
1: didn't look shit.
2: approachable yeah. like other rappers there, there are a few beats on this album and I think the production fits the theme um, and even in the title the name happens to like contradictions but like there's dark elements on this It's not necessarily... There's a lot of braggadocious type rap um, on this that Schoolboy might be known for, but it's not necessarily saying that everything is great. I think the Nightmare Beat is an example of that. How We Feeling, too. Raymond, 1969, there are a few tracks that are really, like, kind of dark and grungy, um, and and even going later Mm -hmm. into the album. That kind of relates to what I was
0: saying earlier about him being in the heavy drug use at that point, because those songs, they just come from such a dark space in his head that that is just the art that he was able to express himself at that time period and that, at that time there was that was a really popular thing to do like Mac Miller was very popular at that time just releasing a lot of dark shit Danny Brown was also talking dark and a little... Suicidal, obviously mm-hmm. Kid Cudi and Kanye, so that was also the type of music that was very popular. So, Schoolboy, it's not that he like planned it, but he fit right in at the time that he came out. Yeah, and
1: I mean, throughout the whole album, touching on different themes, like you have your drug music, like we said, Oxen music, with mm-hmm. the song Groove Line with Don Kennedy and Currency, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Then you have a little more emotional, like introspective songs, like Blessed, which takes it up a little bit. Then you got like turn up songs, like you got the Hands on the Wheel or My Hate Enjoying, too, like that. So, it's not that not, he's not—he's not sticking to one necessarily sound or one message throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Granted, I don't think he's getting super in depth with a lot of it. Yeah. Um, but it's nice to see that you know he's bouncing. It's surface around, level, but it—but it is, like, but it is yeah.
0: dynamic. Dipping—dipping sure. dipping his toes in the water. If, if you guys haven't heard the Schoolboy Q album, put my hate and joint on first if that's your vibe, and maybe get into that groovy line right after.
1: Mm, I mean, my hand dress i might well. Killed that beat! I love it. That that song is just—it's just fun. Like it's a song That's just so much fun. Which again, like Schoolboy, he just looks like a guy who just likes to have fun, and his music represents that fully. And it just—it goes back to what I said earlier: just not taking himself too seriously. But the Groove Line song is that's just so That's just like that's like that to me is like a, a career currency song.
0: Like, Yo, know, it is currency. Once yeah. he helps mm-hmm. out it's
2: like oh, this he—he's gonna like, own this, just this. Smoke this, this coming the show. out of his speakers.
0: Produced by Lex Luger. Which is Which, mm, it's curveball? That's uh, yeah, that's crazy to me because at that time he he was famous for those Juicy J type beats. That mm, we're just
1: turning hats, the the,
2: the 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 big beats. Yep.
0: I think it's pretty funny trying to imagine
1: Alex Luger trying to make this beat. Like I feel like he's just really aggressive in the studio. He's like, no, I gotta calm down. Got to chill. We gotta chill out.
2: Mm-hmm. and
1: well, gotta make it, a relaxing beat for a
2: Just to keep it on producers for a second, it's it's like very interesting to see how many people were down to Back School like you at such an early stage yeah. before mm-hmm. they before Top Dog had their. Like name established, yeah, yeah. They hadn't been established. They have a Soundwave wave beat, THC, best kept secret. Who's been around forever? Luger, like we already mentioned, and Mike Will. Alchemist has a beat on this. Like mm. this is, it, it's kind of crazy. And Alchemist and Q have stayed done magical work together. So it's it, it's definitely a theme. But it's it's crazy to see that this was before he was the schoolboy that was such a almost a household name and for hip hop fans. You it,
0: know? And that groovy line, he that was the perfect. People to put on a song like dom kennedy right at that point he had just released a yellow album and currency since however he's been out he's been one of the kings of that weed rap and that song just puts you in such a good mood and what were we saying earlier about currency's verse
2: it's just insane yeah it's so it's a typical for currency verse where he's rapping about just like your everyday like hanging out on a saturday night passing out and waking up to re- reruns of full house and crap mm-hmm. like that and it's just Typical currency, but I mean, it's what you want to hear from him, and if it's a song, great. That was a that's one that I don't remember being my favorite back in the day. Um, so when I was doing The Realist, and I was like, wow, this is a gem that I like hadn't even thought of being on my list of like one of my favorites, but great track.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, now now we talked about like we lot of like we lot a lot of of the songs on this album. There's there's this couple that I'm not really crazy about Sexting. That is just noise to me. That I think that song is annoying. That... Yeah. Like, it sounds like a phone's ringing That's my or shit. whatever. I'm not
0: crazy about it. The always feels different. That's that DJ Dahi it. who... He's produced countless hits. Mm. But, I mean, to each his own... I understand that beat, is, that beat could be annoying. I've just listened to this album so much that I've grown to love that. That feels like he me. really
1: try to go for, like, a Danny Brown type thing with that. And I feel like it would... If Dan, if Dan, I'm, I'm saying I don't like the beat, but now I think about it. If Danny probably... If that was Danny Brown's song, i will probably like the song. Yeah. But maybe,
0: I don't know, to me, Q doesn't fit it as well. Not because that, that offbeat type of thing. I, don't, I just felt if it, it fit, like, the eerie vibe on here to me. Like, I, like for me, it just... It felt the mood to the album, but I can understand how it could be annoying. Mm-hmm.
2: I felt like the beat did almost, but the lyrics weren't anything about that. It was almost like a creaking of a bed, is what I thought of it as. That, 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 that beat sound... But, I, yeah, it annoyed me, too. That's one that I didn't like. I don't like the Janae song, even though I love Janae. It's just that's not really the schoolboy that I go for. I'd rather have the more gangsta. I don't like the sexual schoolboy songs as much. It just doesn't do it for do me. The thing, that is song,
1: Sex Drive with Janae, that song, I feel like that would be perfect for Kendrick. I think Kendrick, that to me, at least that song would have been better. Not,
0: yeah. I mean, to be honest, it, it probably was Kendrick's, and they gave it to schoolboy because mm-hmm. Kendrick had just released Section 80 and he couldn't couldn't get everything on there, and this was Q's first really big time mainstream since Section 80 it came out. I mean Setbacks came out a while back, but as we were saying before, none of us had heard setbacks mm-hmm. before tell, yeah. when before we heard uh this album. So the great thing about Q is that he made us want to go back and listen to his yeah, first project. Mm-hmm. And that that's like especially now in today's time, like, the way that music drops so fast, there's not that many artists that are dropping music that make me want to go back and listen to their whole discography. Mm-hmm. Like I can say that genuinely that I haven't really put that many people on or heard that many people that I'm just like, this is dope. I'm going to go check out back. The, yeah. the most recent one probably is Anderson .Paak. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I heard his stuff and like, All right, I'm like, alright, I'm going to go check it see so see how his old stuff sounds. Mm-hmm. But there's not really that many guys right now that make, give you that feeling that I like this so much I'm gonna go check What their back catalog was Mm That's true And
1: it's I feel like rappers today Just as being a
0: streamer Are kind of
1: like The iPhone You know how like You get the new iPhone right The new one's coming out In like a year Yeah Rappers You know Some rapper will drop A 22 project album Whatever And like This is wicked long A lot of songs You might like a lot of it but what's the point of going to listen to other shit if he's going to drop another thing in like two, three months mm-hmm. and that's going to be way different than what he dropped now you're mm-hmm. just going to forget about the shit he's dropped in the past so I think Q definitely differentiates himself away from that he's not fitting that mold of the.
0: and I know you were saying that you kind of you're, you're like disliking the way that they set up how they just I just want yeah. music now well, I'm kind of getting used to it I just love that because I, I, I don't need you I don't need them to just filled the market with trash like like these two singles that Q has dropped they have not been people's favorites i understand chopsticks and um the other one that he dropped i can't remember the other
2: one um, i can't remember the name of it but it was it was really it short sounded way too good.
0: like a takashi song
2: num num juice num num yeah.
0: juice so i i i don't know i i still have so much faith in the td camp that they this whole body of prod this whole body would be beautiful mm. i mean td really think about it they haven't they have a bad
1: project associated with them like a no. really big every artist project. on td
2: they're no. just too talented they're yeah. not gonna put crap out abs had a few albums that haven't been great for me schoolboy has as well but there hasn't been anything that is like this is what like there hasn't been a miss yeah. i would I'm, say like
0: when when Absol drop um Thou, do what thou will. I thought that was terrible, but that grew on me so much that I, I now love that album. But I can generally say Schoolboy Q's uh, second album. I am not blank face. Blank face. I am not fucking with it. There's probably two songs on there that I still play, and that's overtime and that part. And mm-hmm. I I just like that's not the cue I want. There's nothing about that that. I'm fucking with and a lot of people like that album and I'm not really sure why because I don't think
2: I think that's his worst project by far I think that's gonna be a project that grows on people I think because it's my least favorite project by him for sure but I could see like I respect where he was going with it, cause it's such a like a right turn. There there are a few tracks that are like the classic gangster Q, but like there there's almost like a deeper cut on some of those tracks that I that I do like. But I I mean I agree. If I was doing a ranking, um, blank Face is, is the bottom of the third right now for for me. I agree. And yeah, and I just
1: with these new singles really, especially I mean chopsticks is is like it's got. Like, it's just like, I'll it's, give
0: you that. I I fuck with it cause I've. Getting, getting drunk, yeah. getting ready. No, sure. i like, I mean, it's, it's, it's something it's you fight.
1: have to think about. But you can throw in the background. It's very generic. Oh, or, it is. I mean, and with the Travis feature, I mean, he's Q hit up Travis, say, hey, Travis, you want to come over here? Just say chopsticks 20 times. About yeah,
2: sure. Awesome. We have talked about this before on episodes, though, how Travis is getting earlier late. than Good. others getting like, you can tell that... That some of his uh, features are just cookie cutter, like he's doing the same thing. He's yeah. put in the oh, leisure thing, and it's because everyone wants to have the Travis sound now. It's the most popular. Q yeah. said it yeah. too. No, no, Q, all the two chains thing
1: too. Q said it. He put up an Instagram story. He's like, "Hey, they say they want the Travis songs. I'm going to give them the Travis." Yeah, yeah, So Q knows that yeah. by him
0: having Travis, it's clearly the bumper. Q up has here. also willingly admitted that he's just trying to get a number one yeah he's he's on um, he's never been number one he just wants a number one album because mm. that that helps with everything though like if you have a number one album that could help him get like any promotions or any like, type of advertising or something that will help him along the lines that number one album just to say number one he was a number one he had the number one record in the country is a big look
1: mm. i think he also wants it just so he can like, talk shit at Kentucky too. So, you're not yeah. the only one. Yeah. Like, cause I know Q is funny like that. Back when I think it was Tyler's, Tyler dropped mm-hmm. off Flower Boy, he was Q video and he was like boxing when I was like, hey, don't go get that Tyler shit.
0: That's just trash. Yeah. Him and Tyler, boy. Yeah, dude. they're it's like, like, go ra- get that Tyler ra- ra-
1: shit. That's just awful. It's just whack.
0: Um, and yeah. so, so, something else that Q said on uh, Insta the other day, speaking of just the albums, he said that each of his albums sound different. So,
2: this next album, it's gonna sound a little different. I agree with that. If you look at his, if you look at his discography, I think every album has a different type of a sound. This habits the album we're talking about right now, I think is his is his darkest, both yeah. tonally and sometimes in lyrically. Satbacks for me was a much chiller album. Yep. Yeah, going back to that, that was more like a oh, he's like a kind of like a smokers rapper mixed with a gangster rapper. Um, and then I think with Blank Face and Oxymoron, they, Oxymoron had probably had the most bangers of any school world, yeah, and it, was it was like the shortest, sure. too. It was like 12, 13 tracks, but it was, six of them were hits, yeah. honestly, uh, right yeah. under Collar Greens, which is one of my favorite Schoolboy yeah. songs. And like, it's
1: interesting, they released the release of tracks list for Crash, Crash Talk, there's no TD features on it.
2: Yeah. Which mm-hmm.
1: is, to me, that's surprising. I don't think that, I'm not trying to look into something deeper there. No, there's no problem well, deeper, I but I just it is think interesting. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. I,
0: I thought that as well. But now, if you go back and you look at Blank Face, he has Skywalker, he has SZA, mm-hmm. he has um, Justine Sky on there, and I think um, he also put the um, that part remix yeah. on like the iTunes the yeah. on the yeah. deluxe. Yeah, so I, I could see him saying they were on my last album. Well, so.
2: a lot of times, and um, Kendrick didn't have anybody on Damn,
0: right? Yeah. Other than no, he Z- oh they signed they signed him after uh um, oh, homeboy I the kid on
2: um Zachary Zachary, kind of Zachary yeah. I think um, he goes by. great song that's I love exactly it. how yeah it but love, love me it. But they, that so it's not necessarily like they always, but they do always put the remix on. They'll always yeah. have the Black Hippie remix as like a deluxe, right down to even Isaiah. Isaiah even oh, yeah. Isaiah got that treatment with Absol and Schoolboy hopping on his biggest hit for his "Shot You Down." So you one of my favorite songs. they would Crash Shot, I think we can all say. I mean, if it's if it's just anything like Habits and
1: Contradictions, I think we're all in good hands because I for think it's sure. been saying Habits and Contradictions arguably Schoolboy's best. Project today, mainstream project today, if you want to call it that. Um, So if we could just capture any of that, and also I feel like he does want the hits, he does want some radio play. Yeah. Yeah. That just that combination, I think I'll be satisfied.
0: And and I think that the chopsticks. Is gonna get the re- the TD remix because I could just see all of the
2: guys on there, and that might actually turn, make turn that song into like into a banger. If, if there's like four dope verses mm-hmm. on that song, and they keep, just keep the Travis hook or whatever, you know, and I would a be it.
0: really excited for that Every if that came one. out. But um, this habits, if you haven't heard habits and contradictions, please go. We're about to give you guys three songs that you guys should go check out, and. I Obviously, Hands on the Wheel is one of those. So I'm not even going to say that because that should be the first song. i have already heard it. First song mm-hmm. you look up when you listen to this. So I'm going to go Nightmare on Fake Street, Groovy Line, and then Blessed. Mm-hmm. Those are three kinds of different songs. One's like a sad, one's like the stoner, and then Fake Street is just dark. So those would be mine. I think you guys should give those a listen. What do you guys think? I would say
1: my hand joint groove line and then blessed. I think that gives you one of everything of what he's trying to do. What what he's offering.
2: I think my favorites are probably my hand joint sacrilegious. I think is an awesome intro to the album. It's and and that's another beat that is just really freaking good. And then. probably fig street that because that's just such a grimy song like there's not many songs that get to that level and schoolboy he like he perfected that sound with that Mm -hmm. song so those are my top three um a lot of anticipation obviously for this upcoming project which We'll drop a few days after. I guess we dropped this. Yeah. Guess, right. Yeah, so
1: make you check out this episode. You know, you already did it. Shout out. You made it to the end. You're awesome. But check out other episodes too. On iTunes and SoundCloud. Rap Takes podcasts On all social medias. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You know, you guys agree with us. Hate us. Want to talk shit. Do it. Go on iTunes. Leave a rating. You can say all the bad things you want. Just say five stars. That's all
2: ask. Mm-hmm.
1: um And yeah. Just appreciate you guys. Been listening since the beginning. Here, craft eggs. Fig, get the money.